Today we have very special guest, president of the North American Mission Board, the one and only Dr. Kevin Ezel. Oh yeah. Come on. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. Kevin, it, it really is great to sit down with you. I know we have a lot going on this week. We're all together here in Atlanta at Home Week, missionaries from all over North America coming together for this mission that we have. We're locking arms together. Right. Um, you've been here now for 11 years. Right, almost. Mm -hmm. Almost 11 years, and God has done so much uh, throughout North America. I just want to kick it off by asking, um, what are you most excited about? What are you celebrating right now after all these years? Family, multiplication, restoration. I'm Dahadi Lewis. Join me, Noah Odom and Hayden Radner, as we come to you from Atlanta, St. Louis, and Las Vegas, as we seek to add value to your church planning journey. We'll have real-time, authentic conversations that are relevant to the life of the church planner and pastor. Join us as we hear from leaders of this movement from across North America and discover what it really takes to plant churches everywhere for everyone. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the We Are Send Network podcast. My name is Noah Oldham, the lead pastor of August Gate in St. Louis, joined as always by Dahadi Lewis, the lead pastor of Blueprint in Atlanta, and Hyden Ratner, the senior pastor of the Walk Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. Brothers, good to see you. Man, yes, so good to be here. Good to be together. And today we have very special guest, president of the North American Mission Board, the one and only Dr. Kevin Ezel. Oh, yeah. Come on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, Kevin, it, it really is great to sit down with you. I know we have a lot going on this week. We're all together here in Atlanta at Home Week, missionaries from all over North America coming together for this mission that we have. We're locking arms together. Right. Um, you've been here now for 11 years. Right, almost. Mm -hmm. Almost 11 years, and God has done so much uh, throughout North America. I just want to kick it off by asking, um, what are you most excited about? What are you celebrating right now after all these years? Sure. Well, the first 10 years, we went through a good bit of change, you could say, yeah. a lot of change. And so it was the challenge of change. And these next 10, I really feel like, are is maximizing momentum. And we have momentum. And what I'm most excited about, whether it be from, I just talked to a planner in uh, Alaska yesterday mm -hmm. or a planner in Boston. And, and we, we have some incredible high-capacity church plans. And man, I am so proud. What energizes me is going to the cities and seeing the guys doing what they do and the results of what they do and the fact that we have, you know, four-year success rate over 80%. Uh, we have our assessments where we, we want it to be. And the first 10 years, I mean, we were it's kind of like rebuilding an airplane in mid-flight. You mm -hmm. know, we didn't have everything where we wanted to be. Now we feel good about, really good about the assessments, really the training, the coaching, and, and now it's, it's, it's finding more high-capacity planners. And high-capacity planners attract high-capacity planners. And so good. setting up more residencies and just multiplying what we do, just got to stay in our lane and do more of it and with excellence. Yeah, yeah. Maximizing momentum. That's it. M&M. 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 Yeah. That, that's where we're going. Kevin, yeah. you, um, one of the misnomers is that Sin Network, specifically in the first 10 years, that we only plant churches in cities. But right. you mentioned Alaska and everything. But yeah. and we, we know that we're planting churches everywhere, mm -hmm. for every, everywhere for everyone. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. No, I appreciate you saying that. That's my fault. All right, I own that. Oh, when I started, uh, eighty to eighty-five percent of North America live in and around cities, and we didn't focus in cities. We were very weak in cities. So I said, "Hey, let's let's have send cities. Let's focus on where the population." Mm. And that, that well, I think was appropriate, although I marketed it probably a little wrong, where I insinuated that we only did it in the cities. And I really meant, hey, we plant churches everywhere for everyone, but we need to focus where the high population areas are and go where we've not gone well before. And because they're more expensive, yeah. it's, more, it's a lot more difficult to do a city. 
Um, but I should have marketed it better where I, I expressed what we really want to do, and that's to plant churches everywhere for everyone. So if uh, you didn't hear it the first 10 years, we plant churches everywhere for everyone. <laughs> Say <laughs> that's that. Right. No, that's good. Louder. Right. So that's when, good. when you think about, like, there's sin network, but there's also sin mm-hmm. relief, and there's evangelism and leadership. You know, right. when we talk about the totality of NAM, right. our planners here, we are constantly talking about sin network. And yeah. We said we are sin network. But explain a little bit, like, what would planters need to know about NAM mm-hmm. that you would want them to know about? You know, what they need to know most about NAM is they don't have to know about NAM. <laughs> I mean, what, I guess what I mean by that is we want them to feel like we are a sin network. Sin relief is the way that we think uh, the best way to restore our cities and involve our churches in compassion, mercy, ministries is sin relief. It's fantastic. And evangelism is the, the base of everything we do. I often get asked, well, well you know, how, how do I need to teach my people about NAM or and, and we're kind of the umbrella of, of, of bringing it all together. But I don't need, I don't want them to feel apologetic for saying, man, my people don't know who NAM is. That's really not a problem. You know, it's, I don't know who owns the, the car dealership or you bought the car, but, you know, you like the car. I just want them to focus on, we are Sin Network and don't sweat the rest. Um, and we do want them to identify with Sin Network. And I'm not ashamed of NAM. I'm just saying, uh, you know, to a lost person in New York, that's really not important. It's most important. I want them to know about Jesus, not Nam. Yeah. And so don't sweat that part. Um, right. We do need them to know who, you know, we're funded more than half our resources are funded by something called the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. And we, some people call it the Sin Network offering. It's just all about all 100% of that money goes on the field. It's important mm-hmm. that they buy in and be a part of the team and know, know that part. But the whole purpose of Nam is to provide, you know, fuel to the flame, if you will, Sin network and sin relief. And so what I've tried to do everywhere I travel is just, look, don't sweat it. Because I get that asked that all the time. I just feel bad that my people don't know. It's just not important. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just not. We, we're we here to focus on, and we, we want to build a the, the strongest church playing network in the world. Yeah. And, and we're on track, and we've gained momentum and are headed there, and, uh, mm-hmm. and they can be a part of it. Yeah, I, I think that's really good. I get planters mm-hmm. saying that. They yeah. feel like, well, maybe when they're talking to the president of NAM, oh, my people don't know it well enough. Mm-hmm. But every orientation that we do, we bring every church planter here. Right. They come to the building here in Alpharetta, and they're taking pictures outside the building right. in the hallways because they're saying, I didn't know it was a part of something this that's big. big. Yeah. That, that, is, that has a family that's so large, has resources that's behind me. And so in one way, yeah, you don't need to sweat it. But another way, it is going to fuel the mission, and your people realize you have something behind you. My yeah. goodness. Yeah, they need to realize that there are 47,000 churches, yeah. 14, 15 million people all over North America that love them, pray for them, that undergird them. So they need to know about that part. Yeah. Um, and so you're absolutely, absolutely right. And and the fact that you know, I love this, the story of, uh, yeah. you know, we have an 85-year-old lady who, who passed recently and left a, a good bit of her inheritance. Wow. To Nam for Amazing. church planning, wow. yeah. and yeah. and you, you know put a picture of her up and you say, hey, you, you have no idea how church how much church planning minded she would be. That's you would never right. think that yeah. but she right. is. And we have a whole convention of people who pray Gosh. specifically for cities and specifically for each of you guys, and uh, yeah. that's the beauty of it's it. Amazing. We're part of a big, big, big yeah. family, and you have a lot more uncles and. Uh, uh, and answer, and you realize. And, right. I, and with that, we have some crazy ones. Yeah. We do. But, but you know. Yeah, let's talk about them. the crazy yeah. uncles. You <laughs> talked about the first 10 years, challenge and change, mm-hmm. right? And then we're going in, like, the next year is maximizing momentum. Mm-hmm. 
you know, if we're going to maximize momentum, but specifically there's a lot of tension, mm-hmm. you know, in within SBC, within the church, you know, as a whole, how would yeah. you recommend planters navigating that that challenge, you know, and that yeah. change or the tension that, that they may be facing? Yeah, especially if it's a tension in SBC or just a tension in culture. I, SBC specifically. Well, mm-hmm. I tell guys is, look, sometimes, uh, sometimes you need to take a deep breath and uh, stay, uh, you know, social media, uh, I think is sometimes you overestimate your influence, right. you know, mm-hmm. and you think everybody just needs to hear everything you're thinking. You know, they probably don't. When in doubt, don't. But, and also just don't over overestimate it. You know, I, I was reading a book recently and it talked about the 2% jerk factor. It's the yeah. guy that started the Ritz-Carlton. Mm-hmm. And he said, even 2% of the people we can't please. I mean, the risk Carlton can't please them. So, right. I mean, why do you think you can't? We, 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 that's all we do is try to please people. We can't please these 2%. You think in, in the SBC, there are 47,000 churches. 2% of that's 940. Okay? And so. Huh? You're good at math. I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> but 940, I tell, I tell guys who get frustrated with the SBC or this or that or about this issue and that, you got some nutcase over here doing this. And I say, look, take a legal pad or take your iPad or whatever you like to do. Number out to 940. Every time you see a guy on Twitter, it just drives you crazy. Write it down. You get up to 940, call me. There's just not that many. There's a few that are very loud and obnoxious. And and there's some people out there who purposely say things that are not true. You wish it were not the case, but they do. They just like to stir up a false narrative for whatever reason. They'll have to pay, you know, they'll pay the price for that one day. But that that we have to stay focused on and don't let one or two loudmouth people who um, let us take care of that, and uh, we'll respond to their their uh, questions if they have them. Just don't be distracted. And I just think it's a, it, they're, they're, you're easy prey to being distracted from the mission when you allow one or two, you know, people say things on, on issues, and you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, just ignore that. I found that on, on of course, I'm, I'm older, so I use Twitter. Uh, my wife helps me interpret Instagram. And all <laughs> but but I just mute people, and I only follow happy people now. You know what I mean? Happy. I don't mind people asking questions at all, sure. but there's that other crowd. I, honestly, you you mute five to ten people, and your life changes real fast. Mm. And uh, yeah. it's just not worth the time and attention you give it because there's just not that many of them. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, yeah, there is. I guarantee they're not. Yeah, we have we have a team at NAM that follows you know who the repeat uh, critics are, and typically you know there was one particular issue that came out, and there were three hundred tweets out there about it, and three guys did half of those, right, right? And so they get in this little bubble and they just talk to themselves, and and people get that's just we got so much more to do, yeah. lost people to reach. Just stay focused on the mission, and if it's significant, we'll address it. If it's not, we won't. Yeah. And we just got to stay focused and faithful. Love that. Yeah. That's good. I think about just Nina and I and in our season of church planning, we're, we're still in practitioner-led ministry here in Las Vegas. Um, I remember originally talking to Pastor Vance um, about planting our church, and he said, yeah, you know, I got to tell you this partnership with NAM." And for the longest, I had no idea what that—I didn't even know there was a B on it, right? I was yeah. like, <laughs> what? I, I, we're part of NAM. I don't know what that means, but mm. I'm going to find out one day. Yeah. And— um, you know, just when I think about, I want to honor you, Dr. Ezel and Kevin, Kevin you, you helped please. me do that. <laughs> uh, but also just speak to potential church planters that are leaning in, watching this, listening right now, just or maybe even on the fence of whether I stay or not. Um, a proverb comes to my mind when I think about you and just this organization. It's 
the proverb that says, he who gives freely grows all the richer. Mm. The person who withholds what they should give only suffers want. I hear stories like that lady, and I'm just thinking, God just continues to just mm -hmm. give to this thing mm. because of the generosity of your heart. Nina and I were so moved, and we still are to this day, to be a part of the Send Network. The generosity is overflowing, and it's not just financial. It's, it's care. Mm. It's prayer. It's swag. It's being a part of something here in Alpharetta and being able to be here on orientation and at home week and just things like that. But I really believe that's top down from the sense that it comes from your heart. Yeah. You give freely. And I feel like God just continues to give freely to this, this mm -hmm. big house called NAMSEN Network. It's an honor to be a part of it with, to, to even have you on my left side and right side here. I just feel like, man, I'm, I'm sitting around some goats, you know, <laughs> in, in a very, you know, Jesus yeah. is king. You know right? what goats mean. I do. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard of it. That, yeah. <laughs> but, man, I just wanted to just encourage yeah. somebody who may be leaning in here, thinking about, you know, if you if the voices from social media are the loudest voices, let let the generosity, the heart, the culture of NAMSEN Network be the louder voice mm -hmm. that's flooding your heart because, man, this is really something special that we're a part of. I was just going to ask you, yeah. uh, Kevin, um, where does that come from? What where where does that spirit of generosity wanting to wanting to not even get the credit? I'm not even wanting to yeah. I would rather them find out about Nam later. Mm. What is that how does that come inside of you drive drive you? It's just it's really it's just all about the mission. I would encourage any planner that's right. considering being a part. Look, um we talk about we are sin network and we are family. We are family yeah. in the truest sense of the word and and uh, now there's there's challenges that come with a family, you mm -hmm. know. I got some, my whole family gets together. Our whole family gets together. You got some different personalities every time, there. yeah. And you just got to be real patient at those family gatherings. You love them all, but you got to be patient with them. And that's what I would encourage you is, uh, man, you'll never be a part of a family that will really behave like a family. And like you said, bless you in ways that you never dreamed. Well, wow. then you're going to be a part of, of Sin Network. Now, is it? Is it perfect in the sense that everybody you're gonna find that everybody believes just like you? No, and that's the beauty of it. If you if you really want uh, to be in an organization where everybody thinks exactly like you in every, you know, every nuance, right. theology, whatever, then you're gonna have to start your own network, and it has to be very small. Hmm. Um, and 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 that's possible. You can meet in a booth at a restaurant for your annual meeting. You can do all those. Things. <laughs> I'm just saying the beauty of you just gotta. I think there's beauty of the fact that we're all different. Mm -hmm. We approach things differently. And I, I'm about keeping the tent as big as we, we have uh, a statement of faith. We stay within. But keep the tent large, and let's just let's accomplish the mission. It's about the mission, the end product. It's just not. That's why Paul said in Acts, you know, I consider my life worth nothing to me, mm. but that I might complete the task. Great. The Lord's given me Man. the task of testifying the gospel. And so that's what it's about. It's mm. not about you. It's all about him. Mm. And we often preach that, but that's how we have to live it. I mean, we are mm. sin network, yeah. but the ultimate goal is is not to plant a church, it's to reach a city and it's reach a mm. country. And it's yeah. That's how world. you maximize momentum, right? Yeah, absolutely. Staying focused on the mission. That's, that's right. I'm so corny, man. Today we go up there and everybody's gonna have M&Ms. You know, just oh, remind man. them. M&Ms, as you, as you crunch those babies, it's all about maximizing. I love them. that. Yeah. Crunch. 
You know, Kevin, uh, in, in my context, when we talk about, about you, we call you Uncle Kevin. Uh, we do that. <laughs> Thanks for at least the uncle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Grandpa. Not, not because uh, you're one of the crazy uncles, but because uh, you, you kind of have that fatherly uh, uncle type of relationship with planters. They look at you like that. They really sure. do. You Oops. care about them. It's a personal thing. Um, and as kind of a, a wiser, older brother to younger planters, you've been in ministry for a number of years. Yeah. You've seen a lot of context. You've been in this role now for mm. over a decade. What is something that you would warn planters of to be careful for, to yeah. watch out for? Hmm. Yeah, oh, that's a great, great question. And again, I'm a planter wannabe, all right? I've always planted churches as a pastor, never planted. But I see people in ministry, and yeah. and uh, what I would encourage is sometimes guys uh, have a mentor or somebody they, they appreciate. And what I've seen is some of the highest capacity guys want to pass. They don't want to do the small things. Mm -hmm. They don't want to do the grunt work. You guys have done the grunt work. You know what it means to set up, tear down, and, and those yeah. spend time and build those relationships and disciple one-on-one. -on -one. You know, there's a new rule in, in the major leagues this year. I don't like it, mm. and I think they're going to do with it, uh, you know, get rid of it. But if you go to extra innings in baseball, I know yeah. baseball is not your deal. I know. Extra <laughs> innings is when they go to the 10th inning. Okay? <laughs> they're tied. And so, but, and what they do this year is they put a guy, a runner on second. Mm -hmm. the, the guy didn't get a hit. He didn't get a walk. They just let him get a pass. They just put him on second, right. and he's there. Like, he didn't do nothing to deserve it. <laughs> and then now uh, you see if you can get him in, and it's supposed to speed the game up. Mm -hmm. uh, now, I think sometimes young planters and young ministers, period, uh, they, they live that out. Mm. Uh, they want to go to second wow. without having gone to first or even get a hit. And say, look, I, I don't want to do the grunt work, but I really want to enjoy some of the benefits. I, I want to be walked church two years in. Yeah. You know, only blueprint three or four years in. Man. I don't want to pay the price. And some guys I've just seen, they're not willing to do the grunt work. Listen, my very first church, they, they ran, we, they voted me in seven to zero. <laughs> you know, I, I, I had to start the gas heater and couldn't get the match. We used matches at that point. <laughs> I couldn't That's get it good. lit and, you know, singe my hair one morning, preached with my hair. I was, I was planter hair yeah. before planter hair was they planter got a picture hair. Of that somewhere? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, you know, that is Great what word. I would encourage. You just got to stay humble and understand, look, you got to earn it. Good and word. don't forget, there's work involved in this. If you want something that doesn't work, I mean, you need to find something other than planning a church. Right. No mm -hmm. shortcuts. It's hard, and too many guys want to be put on second without getting there on their own efforts. Wow. Man. Man. So That's good. strong. I've seen a number yeah. of planters that they get, they have had that mentality, and they get to a point where everything comes crashing down, yeah. and you're able to— trace it back and it's because of that feeling of yeah. you know, if I can do this I get I get second for free. Yeah. I'll never watch a major league game uh, the same. <laughs> yes. yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Look, you didn't earn it. Don't yeah, extra right. innings. Don't good. So now I can go tell other people about that yeah. rule and extra innings and act like Yeah, that. yeah. And so that way, you know, when people tell you, hey, your sermon was a bunt, you need to know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not a very good hit. Yeah. <laughs> one of the one of the areas when it comes to just not shortcutting it, not just going to second base that you actually helped me with early on um, was uh, a message you did in a class at Southeastern Seminary. Yeah. And you talked about how in some of your days as a pastor, you said, I might miss, miss, uh, mess up your quote here, but you said something along the lines of you could um, have average preaching, yeah. average worship, right. but if you love people, right. people will come to your church. Your church yeah. will grow. Right. Um, I think you talked about doing like some fly fishing and just different things. That, oh, I was know. I was part of a bowling league. I mean, yeah. I don't bowl. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah. But I did just to connect with my guys. Totally. Went frog gigging. Frog gigging. And, yeah. And and again, it's about relationships. Yeah. Right. And that's well, again, that's why I think sometimes guys make the mistake. I want to be a planner, but I don't really, man. I don't really get into people. I don't want to spend. That's where you it's don't at. get into man, relationships with at. people that it. It's just the wrong thing for you. Right. You know. Before we go, um, we got a couple minutes, but I want to ask you because a lot of times when you like SBC, what's been promoted out there is always about the numbers. Right. Numbers, numbers, numbers. But I know that right. that's also you talk about relationships and right. being able to connect with people. Can you speak a little bit about well, the importance of why we put those numbers out, but at the same time, yeah. you know, the quality versus quantity argument? Because mm-hmm. when you're yeah. so massive, sometimes you can feel so disconnected or in, like non, not mm. personal, mm. but like, can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. Now, I, what we really focus on is our four and five year when, you know, the point where we see where, where churches are and, and if they're multiplying or not. And, you know, we could say, we could come up with any number of plants you want this year. You know, typically it's right. We, we shoot for 600 because mm-hmm. um, we feel like we can find 600 high capacity planters. Um, but it's just not how many you plant year to year. It's the sustainability. Right. And when we want the quality, I really do a quality church plant in each major city, at least one a year, than to do 10, and uh, and none of them make it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just so much more about quality. And the best way to do that is together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the vision. Love the vision for Send Network, a healthy, multiplying church in every community across North America. There it is. And, and Kevin, with your leadership at the North American Mission Board, and Dahati, you as the president of Send Network, I think we have great days ahead to mm. get there. Sweater vest. That's the key. Sweater Every vest. planner needs to wear a sweater. <laughs> there it is. And he'll give you one for free. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. M&M's. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the We Are Send Network podcast. As always, if you want more information about the Send Network and how to get involved, you can check us out at sendnetwork.com. Just pull out your phone and text the words Send Network to 888-123. That's Send Network to 888-123. Until next time, We Are Send Network. You have been listening to We Are Sin Network, a resource of the North American Mission Board. For more information about today's podcast and other relevant resources, visit sendnetwork.com.